listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I still got my soul of hope. 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 I still let my trunk knock to the tape pop. My real chop chop on my bass knock. Nigga, put up my bang and I shook up the stones. Nigga, shook up the stones. I nigga, put up my bang and I shook up the stones. Nigga, shook up the stones. I nigga, put up my bang and I shook up the stones. Nigga, shook up the stones. I nigga, put up my bang and I shook up the stones. Nigga, shook up the stones. Yo, cause I'm back again. Old school and I'm back and now. surrounded by bitchery now this is the most incredible shit in slim kid history so watch if you will the moment some good shits popping they be fogging up your grill overly thrilled to get up in your ass like mass and gills to burn it hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a saturday morning with your feedback yep yep y'all in the place saturday feedback time um time to let you guys have your voices heard and uh apparently there were a lot of voices this week cool you got 16 fucking voicemails and we was trying to figure out in the chat room is it over under three for j-rod y'all we will find out chat room they will put money down place Place your bets bets. place your bets over or under three why'd y'all say three y'all y'all supposed to say like two and a half three and a half that way you have a betting line okay you can win or lose if you say three you know it might be exactly three okay so i I was 2.75 i was let's place the line at two and a half over under two and a half because i don't know i'll be checking so i I don't be knowing yeah yeah over under two and a half voicemails for j-rock k diggy's going with the over he's going with over two so so at least three voicemails from j-rock this week somebody's going under Holly's going with under so she's going with 
with two. Uh, Leonard Brothers is going with over. So he's got uh, three or more, three or more voicemails. Um, so we'll see what everybody else weighs in at. But, uh, yeah, the line is two and a half. Yeah. Um, over for A-Rod, over for Sparger, over for Ultra. A lot of people believe that he can't help himself, that he has to call individual messages. Yeah, over, says Canuck Dude. Uh, push. You can't push on two and a half, man. You can't push on two and a half, Michael Breedlove. I'm sorry, but you need to learn how to, how to bet. Um, Kali says she's gonna be rich. She's gonna be the only one. Right now, she's the only one taking the under. Uh, so we'll see, man. Um, let's go ahead and, um, get to the important stuff. Uh, this is the Blackout Test Podcast. You find us at theblackouttips.com or on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio. Just search the Blackout Tips. Uh, it's a comedy podcast. We do it three times a week. Listen to the feedback show. You should know this shit already. All the contact information is at theblackouttips.com slash about. Um, let's go ahead and say the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. An unofficial sport is Bullet Ball. Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, and I went, sir. And I went 4-2 at the basketball court this morning with Justin Justin Damon, so hey, you was balling. Wasn't too bad of a day. Wasn't too bad of a in day. In the rain, I see. Uh, no, we play indoors in the gym. No, y'all play in the gym, but I mean, you got up. It was raining. I didn't even realize oh, yeah. it was raining this gotta morning. Got to be motivated to, to get out there and sexy shred um, on the basketball court. Um, all right, uh, uh, of course, TM Feminist Jones, um, Corey Alert. Thank you very much for the donation, brother. Mm-hmm. You are the, these people are the most important people in the world because they give us money to yep. keep us doing this for free, basically. Yep, yep, y'all. It's like a trade off, you know. We appreciate it. We do. Cameron B. Yes, Cameron, Cameron B. B. Uh, he hit us with the recurring donation. William H. Holla. Uh, thank you very much for your recurring donation, Will. We appreciate it. Uh, Maurice, November. Uh, I like that. November, December. That's how I learned Spanish dog. Yeah, he's also a Miami Vice villain. Yes, um, he is. Recurring donation. Thank you very much. Shelly B hooked us up with the one time donation. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you, sweetie. We appreciate it. We do. Much love for you. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, Jeremy W. He hit us with that donation. Um, I think this is a one time donation. Thank you, Jeremy W. Man, we appreciate it. Oh, we do. J-Dub, um, Paul Andre Joseph, you guys should be familiar. I was thinking about Paul Andre Joseph's name the other day. Um, doesn't it seem like a, a name for a brand of liquor? Yes, you want you that know, Paul Andre Joseph? Yes, dog. Yeah. That shit was hot. Some vodka. Would it be vodka or rum? I I can't decide. I feel like it would be like scotch or something. Like oh, okay, new okay. Paul Andre Joseph. Hi. Yes, the <laughs> high new, quality the, scotch. The high, 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 high quality scotch. You know what? A step and chill cat uh, feel branded. But like, yes, that new brand. Paul Andre Joseph branded. Yes, good and slow and brown like you like your liquor. Single grain malt. <laughs> 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 the finest brandy you could put your lips on. Hey man, Lisa said you was uh, a regular, uh, like single malt scotch and not. Oh, uh, so, oh, the chair like said they're saying cognac. Somebody else yeah, said yeah, Andre Joseph for cognac. <laughs> Somebody said bourbon. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a whiskey or some shit. Like, let me get two Paul Andre Joseph. So I had a hard day. Yeah, on the rocks, on the rocks. Uh, Herb, he hooked us up with a donation. Thanks, Herb. Appreciate it. Um, Monica, uh, C, she hit us up with a recurring donation. Uh, we'll see you next month, Monica. Appreciate it. Uh, HC, he emailed me and said specifically he wants to be referred to as HC. One, his name is hard to pronounce. And then two, I guess he wants his government out the streets, but he signed up for a new recurring donation. We thank you, sweetie. I'll tell you right now, HC, I will fuck that up. 
I will so, point that so out. So we thank you for giving us a short version. Yeah. At some point, I'm going to forget and say your government. But remember that it's all out of love and it's absolutely an accident. And I would never do it on purpose, man. I'm sorry. Uh, Herb hit us with another donation. Herb donated twice in the same week. Woo-hoo. Wow. Yeah, that's, thank you. That's awesome. Thanks, Herb. We appreciate it, bro. Uh, and maybe I'm getting double emails, but. So did Paul Andre Joseph. <laughs> Single oh, shit. Shot. He back for the double shots. Yeah. Two, <laughs> two shots of Paul Andre Joseph this week. Yeah. One shot wasn't enough. He's like, I got to get y'all two. Yeah. We appreciate us. Uh, we appreciate it, man. Um, all right. We had uh, comments. Um, then we had emails. We had iTunes reviews and stuff. What do you want to do first? Let's do them iTunes, dog. Then we got to do their voicemail since everybody got their money down on J-Rod. All right. Cool. We're going to find out the results. Um, all right. First things first on the uh, iTunes. If you leave us, what what kind of review, Karen? A five-star review, son. And we'll, what's our promise if you leave us a five-star review? We'll read it. We don't give a damn what you say. We will read that, son. Regardless of content, we will read your vo- uh, read your email. I mean, your five-star review. As long as it's five stars. Uh, recently, um, uh, matter of fact, uh, those that listen to This Week in Blackness, they recently adopted the same policy on their feed. They're doing feedback shows now. Uh-oh. Every Thursday, they promised that they will read five-star reviews regardless of content. Are you, 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 you sure they can handle that, son? I need y'all. I've listened to them review some, uh, read some last week. I need people to go over there. And leave them some trolling ass reviews like y'all have done for us in the past. Yeah, because we can take it. I want to hear Elon endorsing dolphins. <laughs> uh, Him and Aaron. I want them saying stuff about uh, conception starting before birth and, mm-hmm. and before even insemination. Yep. I need them saying some of the most ridiculous things Thanks ever in the world. I want them reinforcing gender roles. <laughs> this is the point of a five. Look. Our show don't have no standards. It's pretty much nothing you can get us to say. That they got won't. standards. We don't. Yeah, they uh, are some upstanding Negroes with morals and standards. Y'all need to go over there and start fucking with them. All right? That's that's my I would like to see. It make my listening to their show even better than it is now. Um, all right. So uh, let's go through these reviews. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Who, I think our last show was on the 16th, so I'm not sure if we read this one or not. But it's Dope Podcast, five stars. Mm-hmm. Nothing spectacular to say here. Caught you on the Evening Jones a couple times and found myself listening to a couple podcasts. Now every week I'm listening to the new joints. Y'all keep me rolling. Keep it up, people. From Izzo the Peak. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you, Izzo the Peak. Um, The Myth, The Legend. Kojak Job says, What up? This your boy Kojak. It was great to hear Mr. Moody on the show. Great content again, guys. Oh, and Rod, I see Duke is better than North Carolina again. Huh. Well, yeah, they they are better than us this year. Um, they they won a game. Uh, we'll play them again, and we'll see what happens then. But uh, yeah, I I wouldn't argue that uh, Carolina's better. I'm not delusional. Uh, I just want them to beat Duke. That's all. Um, <laughs> simply the best five stars by Info Kill. Love life and hip hop. Keep at it, you two. We will Info Kill. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, everyone needs a little ratchetness. Five stars by Roro D. Everybody needs some, I see. Just, just started listening to you guys and love the show. Thank you. Five Thank stars. you, sweetie. 
and uh my second family by cubicle bc this uh be cold he left us five star review he says hey Ryder karen y'all are my second family and y'all are awesome best podcast ever don't forget my shout out i donate money to and it's recurring uh i think i did forget a shout out one time but i have not forgotten since and uh in case i did uh oh be cold donated this week thank you very much be cold uh appreciate it uh might have misplaced the email i don't know all right <laughs> good show five stars by khjbjb i think that's how you pronounce it uh good show good show five stars that's thank it you. Yeah, people think it gotta be long. It don't gotta be long, y'all. Yeah, it don't have y'all, to be, uh, uh. We don't care if it's a smiley face. Just put something in there so we get them five stars. <laughs> right. I just want to review. We be like a motorcon smiley stars. face. That's and how we read it. It's crazy. We are exactly at, well, we're at 371 five, like ratings, you know. Okay. But we are at 299 five star reviews where people actually typed in something to review the show. So the next review is like, um our 300 review on itunes that's pretty big man Woo-hoo! you know look around at other shows man a lot of them are getting that, that number of reviews and stuff man so you know we appreciate it man this is the kind of shit that keeps us up near the top on itunes that uh keeps people listening to us trying us out on stitcher and stuff like that is because they see that the show's getting reviews and the way that the, a lot of these play, play these uh sites do their measurement is through interaction with them like yep uh, it's it's kind of odd that we're so high on Podomatic under comedy and in and, and general because we'll be a top 50 show out of thousands of shows on Podomatic. We'll be a top top uh, two or three comedy on Podomatic, which is crazy because we don't actually use com- Podomatic as a social platform like they intend. So mm-hmm. we don't really get comments on our episodes over there. We don't um, we, we also don't get uh, what they call um like uh i think it's like a listen or a follow like we don't get a lot of follows because we just we just post our episode there and then we kind of leave it's kind of crazy that we're that high because if we were over there saying come leave comments we'd be number one yes you know we I just don't that. care um but yeah that's that's really awesome of you guys and it's because of fans like y'all yes sir. that uh that kind of stuff is happening now Let's do. Let's get to what you guys are really waiting on. I know you don't give a fuck about all this. Oh no, we don't, we don't give a damn. What y'all really want to know is, did J Rod call over or under two point five times? Okay, yep, that's all the chat room is caring about. You know how annoying was J Rod this week? Is what all of y'all are thinking. So let's go play the voicemails. Let's, let's get let's get to the answer. Okay, I hope everybody's got their bets got your going money. Got in your the money chat room. Got your money, pal. You know, you know, two and a half, two and a half. We got that two and a half, two and a half, two and a half. We got three, three. I see three, three. We do get three, three. We do get three, 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 three point five. We got three point five. No, 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 no. It's not an auction. It's just a bet. What are you doing over there? All right, first voicemail. Nigga, please. Really? Nigga, this ain't about me not understanding no damn joke. Nigga, I just left that voicemail last week just to make a goddamn point, nigga. Just to make a statement. God. Damn, nigga. Yo nasty ass. Yo nasty. I know, yeah, you over there. Yeah, I know that's real up your level. I made my point. 
That's all I'm saying. And I stand by what I said. Give me 10 minutes. I bet you I had you and Karen on the fuck song. I mean each other, not me. <laughs> bet you I get it turned on. Bet you I get the party started. Can you believe it? Anyway, love you, motherfucker. Hey, well that nigga was out there who was talking shit about you, I'm going to find out. I'm going to find that player head of show. I'm going to find out the damn number to the shit. I'm calling motherfucking in. Oh, you listen to the show now? Uh, excuse me, nigga. You ain't going to talk about my people and get away with it. You motherfucking... What the fuck? Oh, boy, you know you... Anyway, <laughs> I got to go. Uh, yeah, I got to go. Black out who your issue. One love. Peace out. Please. I don't think he got a number to call in, baby. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but I hope she don't find it. That's all I got to tell you. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, is I, I, I'm. I'm not worried about it. So I suggest nobody else be worried about it. Um, honestly, um, I didn't feel like it was that disrespectful or anything. So, um, but uh, yeah, uh, till uh, five out of ten. If that's what you aspire to with your sex talk good for you man congratulations um you know i was grading you on the curve and giving you some you know some because you're a friend you know i didn't really want to say what the real grade was i didn't want to hurt your feelings but yes that's fine five out of ten sex is good for a lot of people so you know get keep it up uh all right let me check oh and then for the play thing it was just uh that episode i think it's called the show is too long where a ex fan i guess not really a fan of our show anymore but really respectful really like us as people uh didn't listen to the show anymore and it, part of the reason was um he couldn't get over my voice it wasn't deep and soothing enough for him no uh, you, you ain't got that voice like my love with a love hour. yeah some people need a man that can just like you know get in that air talk deep to him and rock him to sleep hey know? girl Hey girl. Well, it was a man, so it's hey man, hey hey fella. You know, some people need that, and uh, I don't have that, so uh, you know. And then they kind of went on about, uh, you know, thinking I would be disappointed, which I'm not, or that if I could buy some bass for my voice, I would, I wouldn't. Um, but uh, and then uh, they that that's pretty much it. Then they had they talked about Rashani's show, and they said that the show was too long. And then Rashani went on the show, and they had a talk about uh how Rashani's show was too long and what he could cut down on it and all that stuff and that's perfectly fine if uh that's what you want to do i typically just don't respond to that type of um criticism because it's like you know the nba trying to cater to these old white men that hate black people talking about hey man why don't you come back to the nba it's like they're not coming back is mm-hmm. you know Nothing you could do yeah honestly i think you could make every change they suggest and people those people that made those like this is what you need to do they won't listen to your show oh no they had no intentions on coming back yeah and then you'll probably lose people and stuff yes they like it like it is plus i think we're doing pretty well man you know i think in all measurable ways we're doing pretty well and um you know i looked on uh stitcher the other day because they say the average person listens to a podcast for something like 30 or 40 minutes and uh uh we were in the hundreds of minutes so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think uh, people might be interested in, in what it. we have to say. Yep. So, all right. Uh, next voicemail, and this is for those counting. Number one. Hey Rod, hey Karen, it's Jim. What's Jay Rod? 
had Jim Boyce and he fought for life and stuff. I was like, Karen, mm-hmm. before you bite my head off, I was agreeing with you. I was just speaking on the insecurities of men in general. That is just how, I mean, I understand you, you, you would not know how a man would think, but I'm just saying. What? That's what <laughs> commonly, I mean, I, I mean, maybe Ross would attest to that, but I would think so. I mean, I've had buddies who'd be like, you know, mm, nah, that's not my speed. So that's all. I'm agreeing with you. I understand the, the, the code. <laughs> with Adam and Eve, I understand that whole bit. You know what I'm saying? So that's all that was. All right, peace. Uh... You want to address that first, though? Because he was talking to you, I think. I think he was. And the point of what I was saying is that that's the issue, is that people that think like that have insecurities that need to be addressed. And it has nothing to do with the woman. It's all about them. But yet, when you bring these insecurities up, Everybody act like it's women that are the only emotional creatures that come in with all these insecurities and issues and problems and all this emotional baggage when men are, are emotional creatures too. Last time I checked, they were. They have feelings. They have experience. They've dealt with women in their past and stuff like that. So when we come to the table, them bitches you dealt with in the past ain't got shit to do with me and you right now. And so I think that sometimes... Um, everybody get caught up in a woman and her past and, 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 you know, nigga, she fucked and she bringing all this shit to the table. No, it's, it's a two way street on that as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And me and my pussy ain't got nothing to do with your insecurity, son. And not for you particularly, J-Rod, but with the people that think like that. There are a lot of men that don't think like that. There are a lot of men, real men, that go out there and fuck bitches and be like, I don't care who you fucked in the past. I don't care where you learned this trick. I don't care that you can do that special thing with your tongue. I don't care nothing about that. I'm just along for the ride, baby. Just take me to where I need to be and let's have a good time. But you end up putting women in cages. You end up chaining women emotionally and sexually when you come with these preconceived notions that if she's learned these things in the past she's a whore she's a slut you know when when when, when men fuck women <clears throat> women don't be like well how did you learn to fuck like that you know they, it's, it's almost like it don't matter who the men fucked in the past it's like mm-hmm. everything is concentrated completely on the woman when it shouldn't be like that yeah, I just think I am a man and I heard both voicemails and I thought he was wrong. And it's not about you can't understand men or a man's uh fucking point of view. Um, it's really not that complex, honestly, man. And this is Rod coming from the uh Charlotte up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, select, start. So I know what I'm talking about, dude. I get down like that too. So I, I would just say that, you know, you personally, you just don't know how it's coming from uh you just were wrong and it didn't matter if you have a dick or a pussy it wrong is wrong sometimes and that shit was just wrong nobody was agreeing with you the chat room wasn't agreeing with you sometimes you just got to step back and be like maybe i was wrong next voicemail uh i said next hey voicemail. hey man hey hey I'm not, I wasn't saying that I was judging, I was just speaking, <laughs> I'm, trust me, I've, I've passed that phase of my life, like, that's a little kid shit, I've passed the judgment movement, <laughs> I'm passing judgment, There's, I'm in no position to judge anybody, I mean, as far as me being conservative, that's not the case, uh, yeah, that's just not the case, I'm sorry, but, go to Arizona State University, there's nothing conservative about that. Um, yeah, and I was just speaking on, again, 
of the insecurities of men. My person, personally, I don't really. My that's not that's that's not a part of my insecurities. I mean, I have my own insecurities. That you know, one I'm not gonna share with y'all because y'all make fun of me. So fuck that's y'all. True. But fuck as far you too. as goes, that was just you know speaking on the insecurities of men and how men tend to feel, Karen. I wasn't trying to like say, oh. You know, those were my standards. I was saying that, oh, these are just, in general, men's insecurities and how that can be portrayed. That's all that was. So, you know, great dialogue. Keep up the good work. Love love the podcast. Peace. Peace. All right. Well, I'll go first on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, J Rod, this is this is other Rod. Uh, I'm going down, down, baby. Y'all street in the range over uh, on the south side. Um, and I, I gotta say, man, you didn't say men. You s- talked about you, yeah. And then you gave a personal example of how your sex life was kind of lacking because women weren't wanting to be busted open for you. But you know, you literally had called and left a message thirty seconds before that, saying that you know you weren't comfortable with women, you know, really getting out there like that. So you know, you, you either gotta learn about pronouns or not man like you can't say me and then come back and be like i was just talking about people in general no you was talking about you man like don't be trying to back off man we just don't agree with you and you kind of did put some insecurities out there we did kind of clown you for it but uh you know if you wasn't insecure you'd be cool with it you get clowned sometimes it happens laugh it off move on and you still left voicemail so you couldn't have been too hurt man right uh karen did you have anything to say for that one no you took care of that one son all right, let's go to the next voicemail. Not from J Rod, so everybody that had the under still in the game. Hey, Rod and Karen, it's Mike from Where's My Forty Acres. Um, I had to stop listening to your podcast to call in to informally nominate. I use the formal nomination process later, but informally, I need to go ahead and nominate Nick Jew's white girl voice <laughs> as the impression of the year for 2013 for the Jiffies. Because I almost hurt myself from laughing at it. It was excellent. So that's all. That was amazing. And I'll talk to you later. Peace. P.S. Uh, Nick Jews. Megan She's already Lewis. nominated Fullwood. Yeah, I have to. Uh, I have to definitely uh, start a thread or something on our message board Fullwood. and get nominations in, so people can just nominate as the year goes along and not try to remember all at once at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, so I'll get that started this weekend, and um, I'll send out the link, and uh, people can just go in there and nominate Nick Jew because uh, her Megan voice was a big hit. It was all over Twitter and everything. Uh, so uh, it, it was cool, man. Uh, anything for you, Karen, to add there? Or? I love Nick's Jews making voices the best. All right. Next voicemail. Rod, man. Rod here. You know, it's John Boy. It's still Rod. John Boy. You know, it's too damn fucking cold out here. It's too damn cold for the introduction, man. I'm a king's Arizona. And my niggas, it actually snowing. Now, if y'all know who them, and this is response to that girl on the last, the last few episodes, it's like, oh, yeah. People on her drive when it's when there's wire. She's from California, so I, I'm totally understanding that. Cause when when it rains in Arizona, niggas lose their mind. Like motherfucker, we just go but but ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? But my dude, it's actually snow. Now when I mean snow, I don't mean hell, cause y'all 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 from y'all, you know y'all. I'm pretty sure y'all get snow. I don't mean hell, cause hell just eventually, you know, just it, 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 it dissipates and just 
change in the water and switch. And it's snowing. Now, it may not be snowing on the south side, but it's snowing. And this is this shit is crazy. Like, I'm, I'm losing my fucking mind. Okay, now, I've been, been traveling all across the state, but I've never been in, well, there was at one time in Minnesota, but, dude, this shit is blowing my mind. I know it's blowing everybody else. All right, man. Peace. Uh, so, did he really just call us to tell us that it was the weather report in his? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. J-Rod. <laughs> J-Rod, listen, man. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you have you have some type of problem, man. Uh, this is, oh yeah, uh, this this is Rod. Uh, get down, get down, get down, get down. New York street killers will walk with Pistol Pete. Uh, coming from the South Side. Now listen, man. You cannot keep calling us about bullshit, or I will just stop playing these voicemails. Get your shit together, J Rod. Okay, I'm a busy man. I have lots of shit to do. Between podcasting and working and playing, trying to be, play basketball and all this other shit and play video games. I like my free time too, nigga. We have 16 voicemails. Three of which, so far, have been terrible. Now get it together. I believe in you. And I ask to give you some tough love. Get your shit together and write it down and then send in the voicemail and, and then you can do better. Okay? No more weather reports. I read the. I don't care if it's raining. I read the jot it down. You know, like whatever. I don't care that it's raining wherever the fuck you are. Okay. Do not call here again talking about it's raining or some shit like that. Only thing is raining is men on your fucking soundtrack when you call in. Now calm down. The shit is terrible. Gabby even respect the show more than this. Stop being ridiculous. Nobody likes it. I'm not a fan. I will stop planning shits all together. Get your shit together. All right? Hustle up, man. Get it together. All right? Next voicemail. Hey, Rod and Karen. This is Nicole. I mean, sorry. This is Nick Jew, also known as Nick the Jew from that 510, representing the West Side. One time for your mom hit my theme music. (laughs) I just wanted to call and say thank you once again for having us on the show. We had an amazing time. It was so much fun. I'm getting some really positive feedback, and I really appreciate that. Um, Karen made them drinks kind of strong. Mm-hmm. I re-listened to the show. My I had to bad. go tolerate it. God, all that cursing I was doing. Also, I came off a bit kind of strong on Africans. I love Africans. One of my favorite people is an African. I'm sorry, Africans. I didn't mean it like that. I just <laughs> had some experiences with some African men who were really kind of forceful. That's all I was saying, just jokes, people. And I do take care of my animals. I just happen to have some bad luck with my animals. Also, I tanked. Candy was not in SWV. She was in Escape. So, tank on me. Um, I just, again, wanted to say thank you and hello to everybody in Black Eyed Hoods Nation. Just reminiscing on the trip. One of my favorite parts was just hanging out with y'all in the living room, watching Catfish. So much fun. I'm going to move into your apartment complex and just come knock on the door and <laughs> the show. Okay. Maybe not. I was a little bit stalkerish. Anyway, I love you guys. Oh, I hope you um, got a chance to listen to that, Adele. I'm going to send you some links of some Inception covers I did. I called them Inception covers because she covered songs and then I covered her cover of the songs. Inception. 
Anyway, you don't have to play them on the show. I'll send them just for you. All right. Love you guys. Love the show. Bye. Nice tits. Oh, nice tits too, Nick Jim. Um, yes, thank you, you too, ma'am. And uh, yeah, man, we had fun. Um, she came by the house. We watched catfish together, and we drank oh, so much fun. Raspberry, uh, firefly, firefly, vodka. T- uh, vodka. Yeah, oh, that was good. With Mixed that limeade. Yeah, that shit was real good. I had, Roger be joking on my sweet drinks, honey. I be knowing. I just don't like tea, but it was good with that limeade. I can't front. Um, yeah, it wasn't a normal one. It was specifically raspberry, which was awesome. Yeah, then we watched Catfish. Um, so that was fun. My favorite uh, part was hanging out with uh, her and Brandon and drinking black booty at um, all those black booties at uh, Crazy Fish. That was my favorite yeah, part. Yeah, between all of us, we had about eight of them, didn't we? Yeah, we, we drank the shit out of some black booties that night. I'll tell you that much. Anyway, <laughs> next voice. Oh, bef- oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, before you go on, yes. Uh, and I know I'm kind of slow, but you know how you be hearing about a day, and I was like, well, I hear music, and I've heard some of the songs, but I sat down, and I listened to, I think I listened to them out of, out of order. I listened to that 21 first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Cool. Check the next voicemail. Good evening, uh, Rod and Karen. This is Stephen Richards. Been a while. Now. Uh, it's been such a long time since I've talked to you guys. You gonna play and, uh, his music? You know, I, 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 I miss you guys a lot, man. I tell you, man, I've been out on this road. I've been doing what a man's got to do, man. man's got to work. But anyway, man, hey, I heard an article about titties, and you know I just could not, uh, not call in about that. Now, it was on your guest race. Now, 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 let me tell you a couple of things here. That had to be a pretty horrible set of damn knockers because I tell you what, boy, I ain't never seen a pair of titties I didn't like. But, uh, actually, I have seen a couple of pairs of titties I didn't like. Uh, you know, I accidentally walked in on my mom one day. Oh, my God. Oh, it, makes me, it, 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 it messes up with my mind, my psyche. Uh, but, uh, other than that, oh well, I hell, I can't even think about no, no, no titties after saying something about my mom. Oh my God! Anyway, man, I tell you what, it's good to call in and listen to you guys' show. I'm getting caught up right now, but anyway, you guys have a good one. Thank you. Uh, you too, uh, Steve. Uh, appreciate you calling in, bro. We do. I, I think he brought back a traumatic memory of uh, his mama's titties in the middle of that voice. <laughs> it was like, oh, what would have been? I ain't, I ain't really got nobody to talk about this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Lena Dunham's making sure that we all see and appreciate her titties. So, you know, you're going to see them till you love them, apparently. Next voicemail. Hey, what's up, Rod and Karen? Where you go, man? It's been a while since I've called into the show. Uh, been real, real, real busy, man. Got a new gig. Um, I'm at a different institution now. Uh, I'm not driving as much, so uh, that's why I was putting in most of my phone calls. You guys on the road. But anyway, man, just wanted to call in to say to y'all, man, the shows have been absolutely hilarious. Um, I've almost killed myself in the gym a few times here over the past couple of weeks. Uh, you know, some of those moments have been nominated for the Chippies. You know, Karen, Elmo impersonation, Bob. Seriously, about killed me. I got almost dropped weight on my damn chest. And, uh, I was at show with Mr. Moody yesterday and literally had to rack the weight when he started talking about the DP because that night just completely caught me off guard. Was, I was dying, man. But a couple things real quick. Um, all this stuff with LeBron versus Jordan has been absolutely hilarious. LeBron James is, if not the greatest athlete you've ever seen, definitely one of them. 
And, you know, I'm a big Jordan fan, but uh, he, he can't even see LeBron as far as athleticism. I mean, it's not even a freaking contest, man. And LeBron hadn't even scratched the surface on what he going to do as far as being his prime or whatever, whatever. But anyway, man, last thing, dog, really, 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 really want to thank you for uh, going on, on that uh, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar rant a couple months back. Man, good kid, Matty has not left my rotation since September or whenever this joint came out. Like I have literally damn there listened to this every day since it came out, man. You know, keep making those good music recommendations. Y'all keep putting out good shows, and you know, eventually y'all will be able to quit y'all jobs to be able to do this, man. Cause y'all just way too good at this. Shows are way too entertaining, and y'all just keep it up, man. Y'all always got a fan in me. I'll let y'all. Oh man, thanks A Dub. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, that good kid, Mad City. I got that shit memorized. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. That's the thing, man. Um I remember Chill trying to talk about it. it's not a classic and uh all this stuff. Bose even says it's not a classic, but it's like you know, what defines a classic anymore? True. You know, what are y'all waiting on at this point? Like somebody else to tell you how you supposed to feel about some music that's bullshit nobody can tell me what you know what i'm listening to and what i'm not listening to what i know is that shit hasn't left my rotation since the day it came out i need them and i know i actually spent money to have one i know a lot of other people did i know it's getting nominated for awards and shit like that um i think i'm gonna stick with it's a classic and you know if you don't like it you don't have to but you know the rest of the world the music listening world seems to understand that the kid has something uh and he's getting critical and commercial success from it so mm-hmm. what else do you want the guy to do you know uh all right next voicemail yo what up rod and karen this is tony um the email of untraceable calling in um uh, thank you for the uh congratulations there while well, we are free here in mississippi um but real <laughs> quick though the thing that i thought was funny when that news came out a lot of these niggas in mississippi were talking about that actually happened in 1995 as if that makes it any damn better <laughs> but uh yeah thank you uh for the for the show thank you for what's going on and um keep it coming peace Peace. But you know what? What we learned about 1995, mm-hmm. it wasn't official because your governor at the time forgot to submit the correct paperwork. I guess he didn't send in the freedom papers. No. So because he didn't send in the correct paperwork, it was not like officially official. Yeah. Until this month. So there you go. A little bit of black history during Black History Month. What's up, Rod and Karen? My name's Alex. First time, long time. And I just wanted to call the show to thank you guys for all your awesome work and tell you how you've warped my brain. I swear to God, you guys have fucked my brain up because I'm an African-American. And I swear to God, if I ever have a baby and I go on a plane and someone says, hey, you just shut your nigger baby up, I'm going to just laugh my ass up. I'm not even going to be able to defend my nigger baby. So I want to thank you guys for the warping of my mind. You guys do a great job. And when I get some money, I will give it to you. Uh, You guys have a great one. Thanks so much. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Alex. Thank you. Then desensitized her. I did that. You know what, though? Real talk. That was my first thought. Was if I was on that plane, because everybody was like, I would have. He wouldn't have done it around me. I would have did this, that, and other. And I was like, well, it must have been a white lady that had the baby for one, because apparently nobody was was mad. <laughs> everybody was like, huh, well, that was a fucked up thing that happened to a white woman. But then, um, also, I just kept thinking that like. uh Part of me would laugh. I don't know how it's when I see fucked up shit, I laugh first. 
And then I go, oh, that was wrong. You know, I, I, I never go, let me jump to action and save these people. I always go, oh shit, he slapped him. You know, then I go, oh, that was, that was bad. Yeah. Don't do that. And, uh, to go back on not on this caller, but the previous caller, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know, sweetie, only Mr. Moody is the only professional workout artist to our stuff. Cause he go in beast mode. He like, he lets up listening to black out tip beast mode. Mm. Everybody else be like, listen to the black out tips. Oops, I think I dropped the dumbbell on myself. Listen to the black out tips. <laughs> Oops, I think I hit myself in the chest with the medicine ball. Right. You know, like, y'all need to get tips from Mr. Moody. He the only one that could go and like not hurt itself. <laughs> All right, next voicemail. Hi guys, it's Alex again. Okay, so I'm listening to 425 Quotables, and I I have a little point about heroism. So I think that it's really difficult for you to root for somebody without making them somehow morally better than you, Mm. because it's it's difficult to explain. It's like if you're just clapping for somebody because they're better at a sport than you, then you don't really see much of a reason to clap. And I'm not saying you specifically, but if you can somehow put them on a pedestal and make them a better person, make them morally better or make them personally better than you, then there becomes a reason to clap for that person. It becomes a reason to be involved in this person's life via social media and what have you. And I think it's really hard for people to divorce those two personas and say, you know, this is a human being with a life and who, you know, can make mistakes. And this perfect individual, you know, image that they want to put forward, you know, of course, to sell products and for other uh, purposes. And I think it's hard for the average fan to divorce that persona from the actual individual. And, Karen, I totally agree. I think people put... Artificial, I think people install artificial pedestals on people that they don't deserve. You know, I think there are real heroes out there, and I think there are people who should be recognized, but I don't think that, you know, just because you play sports, and Rod, of course, you know, your point, I don't think just because you play sports you should be a hero to someone. Right. You know, I think you have to do actual things to help people. But I'm going to reach my time soon, so you guys have a great one. Love the show. Keep up the good work, especially you, Karen. Love you to death. Girl power. <laughs> <laughs> I like Thank Alex. You, sweetie. She need to call back. She good. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, not, you know what, like a true example of this is, um, like Ray Lewis, mm-hmm. how, um, before he got in, you know, in trouble and stuff, he was somewhat lionized, but then after he beat, uh, you know, a trial where he was on for like, I think conspiracy murder or like, uh, you know, fucking up the police's, uh, process, whatever you call that, I forget what it's called, obstruction of justice or whatever. Like, um, it's kind of crazy that for him to have a comeback, it had to be wrapped up in religion so that people would turn his story into like a testimony almost. And then it was OK to root for Ray Lewis again. Yeah. And and, and I think the the way I look at it, I agree. I agree with you, with you, sweetie. Um, It just like she said, there are real people that do shit. And, and and when you play professional sports, you do do shit. But for some reason, the people that are out there with the homeless shelters, the people that are out there marching against violence, the people that are out there doing all this work that changes our society in general, those people never get recognized. The mm-hmm. people that people look at and say, oh, I can root for you in what you do. And there's nothing wrong with this. Those people have a tendency to get more... 
uh, be placed on pedestals quicker than people that are actually doing like a lot of the groundwork to actually change the society. Not that, not that people, not the athletes can't because they can. I know a lot of them give to foundations and things like that. They do a lot of shit that they don't let the public know. And because they don't let the public know, people just assume they don't do shit. And I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that when these people make errors, all of a sudden people act like the world is coming to the end. They act like, how could you disappoint me? How could you let me down? And I'm like, they're people. They're just normal people who just happen to be very athletic. Yeah. I like the thing that I like like about a lot of uh, athletes and um, like whatever they do is like stuff on the court. Like that's a really good skill to have on a basketball mm-hmm. court or, you know, it's really hard to play football at that level. But I don't think, well, if this dude gives a speeding ticket or gets caught smoking weed, he's some type of like asshole who is the worst piece of scum on the earth and i also don't think that if they go visit a kid uh for a charity it, that they're the best person on the earth it's just mm. they're still just a person they mm-hmm. can cheat they cheat on their wives they uh erect hospitals they like yep. they do a bunch of shit and you know i don't even think that um lionizing people that are teachers and nurses and doctors i i don't even think that that shit is necessarily productive like People have to, it's, it's kind of like the podcast shit. You should do what you do because of you, something inside of you, of you yeah. get satisfaction from it. Not strictly because, well, society will praise me for doing this. And it's never really the athlete's problem. It's what society values. Nobody mm-hmm. is selling tickets to a heart operation. No, nobody, not. you know, nobody's selling tickets to, uh, you know, watch the missionaries feed the homeless. Like, we know as a society what we truly value by what we spend money on and what we spend money on is motherfuckers hitting each other real hard and dunking like yep you know that and that and to, and not to our society that's all that uh matters right so i guess in some people's psyche they have to be like well i don't like doctor or i don't want to watch doctors and spend thousands of dollars on that i don't want to see teachers get paid but I want to see LeBron James get paid because he's a better person than me or something. I, I don't know. Some type of weird math or something. Yeah, like she was saying, people can't divorce. They can't divorce what you do on the court and what you do off the court. On the court, off the court is combined. And, and I mentally, like she said, separate the two. I, I just yeah, do. Me too. Plus, that, plus, I mean, if you look at the way that athletes are treated, when you, if you take someone from like the, the age of 10 and treat them like a fucking superstar, superstar. like, they're going to end up fucked up more than likely. It's a miracle when an athlete isn't completely self-absorbed and narcissistic because, honestly, society has told that person they're better than everybody else mm-hmm. for most of their life. By the time they are getting paid to be a professional or whatever, they've been told most of their life, you are better than everyone else around you. Don't worry about your grades. Don't worry about uh your morals. Don't worry about acting right. You play real good at sports, so we like you. Next voicemail. Yo, what's going on, peoples? This is boy Captain Double A, Aaron J, representing Street Jacket Enterprises, as usual. Look, man, I think there's only one real reason that I, I believe I called to talk about, uh, you know, the bus station was shitty and you should probably take a train or something. But I think, I think, I think all that just blew to the wayside and I just actually had to call because you're going to stop slandering the great state city of motherfucking Vietnam, nigga. You know, I heard you. I be listening to you. I mean, I be heard you on, on Bo Show and shit. Mm-hmm. You, you going to stop killing Fayetteville. Yeah, like, look, I'm going to blow up your goddamn alumnus. How's that feel? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like we don't exist here. All we are just like the most ratchet 
Texas. We are not Florida, nigga. I don't get you sometimes. Man. Like mm-hmm. y'all got a high like rate of crime in goddamn Charlotte than we do. That's why you get pulled over for wearing uniforms home from work and shit at two a.m. That was in Fayetteville that happened. American shit. Anyway, y'all say it as usual. Love the show. Y'all hold it down. Stay up. We out. <laughs> Listen, nigga. do he not know we lived in Fairville? Right here, no. Here's the thing, man, and a lot of people do this, and it's some type of misplaced loyalty. First of all, let's start here. White people own all this shit, dog. Okay, so stop feeling any allegiance to where you from, where you were born, all that stuff. This is all taken from Native Americans, and white people named it anyway. It's not named Tyrone Nam. It's named Fayetteville because some white man whose last name was Lafayette decided to name that shit. All right, when he took that shit from like the Cherokee Indians or some shit. So let's calm down, Blackfoot. The first thing is the 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 city of Fayetteville is ratchet as fuck. Yes, it is. I know fuck. because I, I was there for there. five years. Nigga. I lived there. I played ball. I seen more guns pulled in Fayetteville than any time I played ball in Charlotte my entire life, dog. Add up the shit in Fayetteville that I saw. It was way more ratchet. Now, if you don't want to claim that or you feel that that's some type of negativity, that's your fault. Prostitutes not just walking across the motherfucking street in the fucking four lane street I in Charlotte. Oh, it's so in her see through. Um, fishnet stockers in her eight inch heels strutting yeah. across the I haven't even us. we haven't even talked about half the shit that actually happened in Fairville no, dog we haven't. I didn't even talk about the time my man John was at McDonald's trying to get something to eat and a prostitute hopped in his motherfucking car while he was in the drive through no invite no eye contact no sign no word nothing just hopped in his motherfucking car and he had to be like excuse me prostitute I need you to get you and your crabs out of my fucking passenger seat that's the kind of shit that happens in Fairville dog now look i can't help that that in my life experience i haven't had as much bad shit happen in charlotte and i haven't seen as much bad shit all i'm saying is calm down you in fairville go visit some other places my nigga and you promise you you'll be like oh fairville is really really ratchet i didn't understand that's all it took when i got back to charlotte and started playing ball against people at the like ymca and the upper class shit and I remember I used to act ignorant as fuck because I was used to Fayetteville basketball. I used to go out there and be like, oh, nigga, that's a walk. Give me the ball. And the white people would be like, why are you taking the basketball? I'd be like, fuck you, motherfucker. That's a goddamn walk. <laughs> you had you to try to test me, bitch. And everybody's like, why is that? Why is Rod yelling at that guy? And, uh, yes, we, we, don't, we don't understand. We, we got to go to work in the morning. Yeah. And to me, in Fayetteville, that's just call, how you call travel. You take the ball out of the person's hand and then you challenge them to fight you. And then when they don't, that means you get to keep the ball. You know, but in, <laughs> in, in Charlotte, that's like fucking physical assault, nigga. It's yeah, totally yeah, yeah. different. Charlotte McBurr Police Department be locking your ass up. Yeah, I don't know how I'm supposed to not say it's ratchet. We're in Florida. Right. That's what makes it even worse. <laughs> ratchet for no fucking reason. It's a ratchet ass city, dog. Can't believe you want me to go on the air and lie. Shame yourself. And I got pulled over in Fayetteville in a Wendy's uniform. That shit ain't never happened to me in Charlotte. So calm down. Charlotte got a lot of black people in it. Y'all just don't know. Come feel what this freedom tastes like, man. Okay, we got a black mayor. All right. Our black people got jobs and shit. They're not all just working at <laughs> Wendy's and McDonald's like we was when we was in Fayetteville. They got, like, you can work in the office in, 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 this, in the big city. So come on, man. Okay, great. We two and a half hours away, son. What's going on? Miss Karen. Miss Rod. Uh, this your boy, Keith from Dallas. Smooth criminal. Oh shit! Um, I've been out the loop for a minute, man. I just called and said, "Hey, what's going on?" And uh, 
get a child with a little something something. Uh, my mom called me a couple days ago. You know, she's doing the hospital thing. And they was in surgery, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the doctor's doing his thing, and he like, you know, hey, you know, scalp. You know what I'm saying? Scalp comes across. You know, mom passed it to him, hook him up. You know, he's doing his thing. Um, I think she said they were doing like a... Um, a bullet wound, you know what I'm saying? They trying to pull the bullet out. And so... Of your mom? You no, know, my mom, for the last couple of months, has been listening to the black guy from church, right? You know, I put her up on it. She All right. Listen to it, you know what I'm saying? On the iPod, you know, she's at work. You know, some of her friends kind of listen to it when they on break or whatever. Oh, so oh, we got the old they, like, kind of in there. So every now and then, with no surprise, my mom would say, what up, young... You know, on the, on the coup. You know what I'm saying? She kind of slide that out there. And uh, I know so every now and then. Well, ask me, man, why is it Doc pulled the bullet out of the kids? And then the Doc, according to my, my mom says, Doc says, well, hey, surgery was, you saying, was a success. And my mom, without even blinking, says, I know so. Up top. <laughs> and it was a moment of silence. I know it was. Everybody looked at my mom. You know what? Doc Gator up top. Hey. <laughs> cool, man. They all started laughing, man. And, man. I ain't never laughed so hard in my life, man. And uh, yeah, man. My mom just wanted to send a shout out, man, to the black and to the black guy who tips. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, man. Uh, Rod. Um, I, I'm behind on episode, so I think the last one I caught, I'm so far fucking behind, man. Um, you said your mom tried to make sure, you know, I was trying to ask you, was I in jail or some shit? And, yes. You know, over dinner, and you like, nah, nah, I got this for Hey, dude, let her know I'm okay. I'm not in jail. Okay. I'm, I'm a good guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here on these dad's hall the street trying to get it, not trying to get caught up. <laughs> I mean, she was concerned about is you. A moniker, you know. Matter of fact, you gave me the damn nickname, so <laughs> you better know I'm a good guy, man. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all be good. Please, uh, Keith. Okay, so so it sounded like his mama was like helping the doctor operate on a on a, a child because the way he said, I was like, did your mama get shot? But no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, I honestly I don't know what I don't know if his mama had a bullet in her no, or th- uh, a little boy had a bullet in yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I'm she assuming was... Keith shot him somehow. Thought it was a dog. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then she got the bullet out and then turned to the doctor and said, "I know it's so up top," and the doctor gave her a high five. I'm assuming that's what happened. Hopefully. And uh, no. Keith, man, if you want us to stop saying that you might be in jail, I'm gonna need y'all ass to call more often because like. You know, every time you don't call, I mean, I'm looking at the chat room. Oh, he finally off on probation. Oh, it's good to see he got out on parole. I'm saying, man, they don't know what's going on in these streets because of you, man. It's a lot of, I know you say you're not trying to end up in jail, but it's a lot of niggas in jail that was not trying to end up in jail, and they was also trying to get it out in these streets. So I'm just saying you're going to have to be a little they more concerned specific. about you. Yeah, just have to check in a little more often, man. Um. Yeah, my mom did ask if that nigga was in jail. Oh, she was. <laughs> and her face was a face of concern. She was like, "Did did he go to jail?" <laughs> I guess he had called it a while. Yeah. She was like, "Is he is he still is he out of jail?" <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you a criminal. Yeah. Oh, you a criminal, man. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your mom like, uh, did that criminal do? Is he still in jail? Yeah, it's smooth. What's going on again, guys? Uh, God damn it, man. It's your boy, Captain A. AJ, representing Straight Jacket Enterprises. Oh, man, look. I'm not even trying to get like that J Rod nigga and shit, but see, I had to call you back because as we fucking speak, I'm watching Spike TV and let me know that there's a goddamn gang that seemed to run Charlotte that, that happened to like gangland. Nigga, fuck you. Fuck you and Charlotte fucking Iraq, whatever fuck you want to be these days. Hate all y'all niggas. Yeah. He got a love hate relationship with us? Right. He just calling to let us know fuck us for saying Fayetteville got crime rates and shit like what are you gonna be okay man are you yeah, I hope he are is. you one of the criminals like what the fuck are you trying no nigga don't tell them i'm trying to rob motherfuckers uh can you please calm down um let me just put it like this fayetteville crime data you can go to neighborhoodscout.com uh i put the link in the chat room i mean i was not even gonna do this but i guess i have to statistically back my shit up because apparently you know you're not chilling um with this uh <clears throat> on the crime index crime index all right 100 is the safest you can be obviously number one is the most dangerous you can be right mm-hmm. all right they are three three oh 100 is the safest they fall from 100 three nigga are you trying to act like i'm making this shit up the the average of annual crimes per 1,000 residents in Fayetteville, North Carolina, is 5.2, which in the average for all of North Carolina is 3.5. Oh. I'm just saying, bro, your shit is dangerous. You got a dangerous-ass city, and you just got to live with it, man. Like, don't be mad at me because I'm pointing out that this shit dangerous. Like, oh, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte is, is, is it just as bad? It's like, I don't know, bro. It seems like y'all doing worse. Seems like y'all doing a little bit worse, man. So, yeah, Fayetteville, uh, you, you can get him the fuck up, apparently, <laughs> Fayetteville, uh, uh, fucking around, dog. So, yeah, you can. You know, don't get mad at me for pointing out the truth. You know, I'm not saying that. You know, the the point isn't like, oh, Charlotte is the best. I don't ever mm-hmm. talk around Charlotte is so much better than Fayetteville. No. I'm just saying that Fayetteville is dangerous, dog. That's all. You the one trying to turn it into some city shit. I don't own any of these cities. All right. <laughs> the white man is not giving me a check. I have to pay taxes no matter where I fucking I live. I know it's so. So calm down with niggas. I don't even understand why niggas still feel like they gotta rep some shit that they don't own. Like it's like that game mentality, I guess. Maybe maybe there's no doubt that it's uh Fayetteville. Hmm. Gang mentality. Uh next voicemail. Next voicemail. What up, Mr. Rod? Mr. Care. Yo, man, I was going um through the old episodes and shit, right? And it's like it's some classic shit up in there. So I'm gonna take this time to do uh, my rendition of 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 um, Rise. And uh, you had Mr. Mooney on just recently here. And man, look here. That's DP shit. You know, the going in both holes and 
Dick's touching through thin skin. OMG. <laughs> you, you, you feel me? OMG. Damn it. Too much. Too much. Somebody got to die in that situation. Don't you think? I mean, in most situations, you know what I'm saying? Your tag team a chick and you always say, well, hey, it's so as cross, somebody got to go. Mm. But even if, even though they're skin, man, got swords, you know, they're not necessarily causing, but they are rubbing against each other. That shit made my stomach queasy. I thought, LOL. When Mr. Moody was like, mm, I had to go. LOL. If you remember that ride, mm-hmm. I had to take it way back. You know, that shit was like in the 200s. You know, y'all was still newbies in the game, shit. But LOL, motherfucker. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I'm out, brother. Sister. You know, y'all keep it uh, keep it tight, stay loose, and uh, yeah, I'm out here in these gas houses, the streets freezing my nuts off. It's cold, the motherfucker down here in the D, man. <laughs> but uh, I know you don't give a shit because you ain't no cat yeah, It's cold here so, too. Hey man, be easy, bro. Hey. Peace, Keith. Peace. Appreciate the call, man. And uh, I don't know if you got to kill somebody for a DP. I just know that I wouldn't do one. Like if I had, if I, I'm just not, I'm not game for that, man. But you know, hey, to each their own. I'm not judging. Um, it's just not my thing. Um, maybe I'm. Maybe that makes me less straight than somebody that would try to fuck a chick with another dick that close to them. But I'm not doing it. So there you go. Next voicemail. Like I was telling you, your boy Daz. Daz. I was sitting there listening to the podcast. Are you talking to uh, Nick Jew, Nick mm-hmm. the Jew, and that, uh, I think the other guy named Brandon, not yep. from where it's my 40 acres. But a uh, mega voice. They, I like that. That shit, that shit is sexy. Speaking of sexy, um, not, I don't think it was Nick the Jew. The one, the chick who has the, the braces. And Nick you want to know how can she fuck dick? Them some of the wettest blowjobs known to man. And the whole time he was talking about us and screaming at the podcast, nigga, Jada Fire. Jada Fire, when you finally said her name, I was like, finally you niggas listen to what I say. Two things I want y'all to speak on. What's your opinion on two things? Aaron Magruder is trying to put up a Kickstarter that's supposed to the last day of March the 1st for the Uncle Ruckus movie. How you feel about that shit? And Lil Wayne saying that he's too popular. That by itself is comedy by itself. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Holler at you. All right. All right, nigga. Peace. Peace. Uh, Karen, what do you think about Aaron Magruder and the Uncle Ruckus movie? I don't feel anywhere about it. If it get done, great. If it don't, I won't cry because I know Boondocks is coming back. Um, and women, and Samuel L. Jackson showed me what the real Ruckus is. Yeah, I think um, I think I would be game for it, honestly. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not gonna protest to be angry or nothing like that. Uh, yeah, I I, I just think that uh, it would actually be pretty dope to have an Uncle Ruckus movie. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, I saw the trailer for it. Um, and uh, I wonder if the guy who does his voice is going to be uncle ruckus i can't remember his name i want to say it's gary anthony williams maybe somebody correct me in the chat i'm sure that might be a tank but i think it's gary anthony williams or something like that um excuse me but yeah i I do want to see him um do that movie and uh, i think it'll be cool man i think uh uncle ruckus is uh 
hilarious character we'll see if two hours of uncle ruckus is good um but uh it'll especially be dope if somehow um he is like not only just uncle ruckus but then you have the other characters from the boondocks because it's a show that i really like and uh i like to see how they do huey and riley freeman and and grand granddad and and all that stuff man tom uh you know i'm a big fan of the boondocks so yeah i, I would love to see this and um and like I said, uh, I, I don't know if they corrected me in the chat or not, but if, if Gary Anthony uh, Williams is the guy who uh, who does the voice, he's also been in Malcolm in the Middle. He's a good actor mm-hmm. and doesn't get enough work. So I'd I, I, I fucking be in the theater first day it came out, and, you know, probably watching that shit more than once. So Oh, yes. The second thing he said was uh, Lil Wayne saying he's Tupac. I don't have the same reverence for Tupac as a lot of y'all niggas do, um, to be quite honest with you. Um, as y'all see, I never really played too much of his music on the show. I'm not really, I don't quote him that much. It's just, uh, he was never one of my favorite artists. Uh, although, you know, I respect his work ethic and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think I, I, I still fuck with, uh, the seven day theory. Uh, that's, that's a dope album. But because I don't have that reverence, I don't know that I'm the best person to say if Lil Wayne is Tupac or not. Um, Me but I just think Lil Wayne is trying to start controversy. Like, this is this new gimmick in his career. He can't rap as well anymore. No, look at the brain cells. Yeah, and um, he's trying to start drama, talking shit about the Miami Heat and um, saying fuck Chris Bosh's wife and all this stuff. Like, just a, he's a guy that, you know, he thinks that what made Tupac was simply controversy and that's it but mm-hmm. there's a lot of talent behind that controversy yes, there's a huge yes. wef- there's a huge work ethic yes. behind that controversy it's not just him getting like it's not Tupac getting high and randomly spitting bullshit and putting it out No, uh, um, although it is disappointing to hear that his mom is getting ready to uh, posthumously release all of his recordings, I guess. Um, oh, shit that he never wanted to read. And maybe yeah. this is me. That's one of my pet peeves. And, and the thing is that if the artist, when they was living, did not want that shit released, that's because in their mind it was not their best work. Yeah, and I, I feel like that taints his legacy to some extent because if I'm a fan of Tupac and I feel his albums were a certain way and then you start releasing these albums that he never wanted to see the when light they're of in day. the creative process so they yeah. haven't got it all together or it's not the final product yeah. and all that then all of a sudden it is Lil Wayne because that to me that's the difference between Lil Wayne and Pac is Pac was selective about what he put Released. out because if you look at how prolific he was at creating and then you see like okay what did he actually put out it's not a lot compared to what he held back and uh it's really gonna suck if they go ahead and put that whole thing out there so that is one thing that i, I kind of don't like when people do that because uh, maybe that's just me because people don't respect creativity and it's one of them things where you go why are you releasing this unless it's a money grab yeah so that that's how i feel about it um all right uh Next voicemail. Let me see here. And this is the last voicemail, actually. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Montoya. Montoya. The issue of black folks tipping came up a couple of times for me this week. This is totally out of the blue, but when it came up, I immediately thought of y'all. Um, I don't think black folks know that there's a stigma that they don't tip well. 
and I and, and it came up to me twice this week. And I last night I was with a group. I came in at the tail end of a a, a dinner party type deal, and they got to talking about, oh, they took their tip already. Well, I ain't giving them nothing. Then it was talking about where the service was bad anyway. Mm. And I posed the question: Do y'all know that black folks are known to not tip well? And do you think that might be why you didn't get good service? And so, I, you know, I explained to him that it might be a cyclical thing. And I, I, that just makes me pose a question. Do, on a large scale, do most black folks know that we have a stigma that we don't tip well? Hmm. You know, I, the title of your show attracted me to your show in the first place that I knew the stigma was there. But I don't know if that's the deal, you know, on a big scale. Anyway, man, y'all take it easy. I. Yeah, man. I guess a lot of people don't know that that's a stigma um, that fairly or unfairly has been placed on uh, black people uh, in general, you know, and you're kind of presumed guilty until proven innocent when it comes to tipping. Um, I'm, I've never been an advocate of anyone tipping bad service, but I have done it before. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Um but uh yeah if uh, there's a lot of and and that's honestly uh it's kind of embarrassing if i'm with someone and they don't want to tip or they refused uh to tip somebody for good service like it bothers me and i probably won't go out with that person again Mm because it's a representation of both of us uh and uh also i like when we go out that when we tip people a decent amount you know and by decent um 20 percent minimum you know like normally it's a little over but uh depending on you know how we round up or whatever but um it, it you also get treated better and it does make you stand out and when you especially places that you visit often it's like oh cool they're back I want to wait that table and I like that feeling more so than the feeling of I got an extra $1 in my pocket because a lot of times when you're looking at the difference in these tips, people, unless you're just not tipping at all, you're normally just talking about a couple of dollars. Like literally, like let's say you go out together and it's a $40 uh, bill, yeah. right? It's a $40 bill. A 10% tip is $4. A 20% tip is $8. So you're talking about a $4 difference. That will make someone's fucking day, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, me personally, maybe I'd make round it up to 50 and just leave them uh, a $50. You know, I'll have a $50 check, you know, whatever. Uh, I mean, a $50 tab, yeah. you know, whatever. I just, you know, I'll just make it 50, like make it 50 even or whatever. But uh, that little bit of difference, I know when I was a waiter, it used to make my day. The difference mm-hmm. between a table that would give you, like, say, three dollars and the table that gave you five dollars it seems like such a small thing but it really is like wow i feel totally different about these people than i do about these other people and um yeah i'm i'm a, I'm a big fan of uh people that tip uh for people that do good jobs and you know i don't think your waitress should have to take you in the back and blow you to get a good tip I ain't think, that the truth i think you know i know a lot of people's like my water got empty one time and this bitch ain't getting a tip it's like you know i feel like when you walk in with that negative attitude, you put that negativity into the air. And I want to have good dining experiences. And I also, if I have a bad waiter, I want to feel like it wasn't shit I could do. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because sometimes I feel like 
we can contribute to our own like negativity. It's like I have a bad attitude because I'm like this waiter gonna be fucked up. The waiter got a bad attitude. It's like this nigga gonna gonna ain't gonna tip me. And all of a sudden I have a bad dining experience. I try to keep it positive so that you know on the off chance that I do have a bad dining experience, I can walk out and go, that's not my fault. I'm a positive person. I am very nice and easy to wait on. Uh, you know, people probably can tell that Karen and I used to be servers because we will stack plates and shit when you come over to pick up our food. It's like oh. Is already stacked for me you know like we're going to tip you well and um i i wish more black people would adopt that type of like uh feeling and that type put that out there in the atmosphere and not covet that extra couple of dollars so goddamn bad man like go eat some cheaper shit if you're just not going to tip people uh it's a bad look man you know and uh you know, personally, I don't say, like I said, don't reward negative attitudes. Don't reward bad service. I'm not telling you to do that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I am saying that it's a fucking shame and it makes you look classless when you are someone does a good, a good job as a waiter, uh, or just does their job as a waiter satisfactorily. And then you don't tip them or you tip them a paltry amount. Yes, and I'm gonna say this, and then I know I know we need to. Um, yeah, go ahead. On. Say what you. I know I um, talk forever. I'm sorry. Oh no 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 no. You're fine. This is how I feel about this. This is something that people don't want to talk about and don't want to um, get into. When it comes to tipping, it's a cultural thing, and this is something people really don't really want to get into. People go, oh, them niggas. No 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 no. People better realize if you were born in a situation where you ate at McDonald's all the time, or Burger King all the time, or you you you, you people mimic what their parents do. Or you born in a situation where your parents always come complained about having to tip and shit like that to you tipping is not going to be as important as somebody whose parents taught them nigga you better tip you better tip these the, you know these people are not here to kiss your ass they're here yes to serve you but their whole job is not to walk you put like this it frustrates me when you say it's like what do they have to do to get a dollar out of you uh, give you a blowjob it's like some people already come in there with hey if you're not standing by my table the whole time you in here uh, meeting all of my needs the whole time you in here it's like um she got eight tables dog she can't mm-hmm. sit here and then gaze in your lovely eyes your whole dining experience and shit like that and yes there are things that are beyond the service control and sometimes i am and, and it's just my opinion people that go in a lot of times with such negative attitudes about the food industry and waitress and servicing, you've never dealt with it. Because I've realized most of the people that are complete assholes about it and be like, well, I'm not giving you enough that I'm giving you. You've never dealt with it. So you really don't understand all the nuances of it. And as far as I'm concerned, I think as you get older, you do need to learn how to tip. Because me and um, DeVille had went to, um, where is it, um, Cowfish. Mm. And it was just me and her. And we ordered and we ate. And you know what? Me and her talked for like three, four hours. Like we sat there and we tied this lady's table up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, DeVille, we tied. I mean, I mean, we tied it up so long it started getting dark outside. <laughs> the, the, the folks started changing. They was going over to a different menu. I was like, DeVille, we got our table tied up forever. So me and her literally gave the lady $20. Because we was like, hey, we tied your table up for four hours. This is four hours. Like I said, because right. I waited for it. This is four hours of, of you could have got eight more tables out of us. Exactly. Bogging your table down, but because we decided to sit here and chill and talk about bullshit for three, four hours, you ain't make no more money. Yeah, and you know what? Like maybe it didn't offset the totality of what she would have gotten from that table in four hours, but 
she feels so much different about you because yes we, i've been in that situation where i'm like these motherfuckers really gonna sit here and take my table up i'm never gonna get any oh my god i can't believe this happening mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden you see a 20 dollar tip and you're like you know what i like those two ladies mm-hmm. they can eat here anytime before that they was like i'm about to go slap these two nigger babies right the fuck out you know and yeah. now now they're and, fine and you know what I've, I've even i've even seen some restaurants and i wish more restaurants would adopt this some restaurants say in lunchtime like they i've seen them have a sign saying lunchtime no bitches meetings like they flat yeah. tell you don't yeah. be coming in here time of time our service tables up for four four eleven o'clock to three o'clock with a fucking business meeting and yeah. leave them two dollars and fifty cent nigga you've been here four five hours and you're gonna leave them two dollars fifty cent. That's not fair to the server. That shit is crass anyway. Like a lot of a lot of companies that do the or people that do the uh luncheon type things, a lot of times it's crass and not well thrown together. Like I don't mind one where a company is taking their employees out. That's fine. But when yes. you start trying to conduct business at the table and pulling out pie charts and shit, uh that is crass as fuck. Go rent a uh room, a room somewhere. They have rooms for that. And yeah, go 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 set up a appointment in a conference room. Don't fucking go to someone's restaurant doing that shit. It, it it's really really tacky. And you know, like a lot of like we used to have that shit uh where it would be like, "Hey, I'm such and such from I'm a mutual investor and I'm going to pay for everybody's meal. Would you like a free meal?" And people come out there and then it's just some dude trying to talk to you while you got breadsticks in your mouth. It's like this is not how I want to negotiate the future of all my investment uh, portfolio no. is with some dude that while I was trying to pass the croutons was telling me <laughs> about uh, I'm the talking about I need another sweet teeth refill. Right. Yeah, exactly. And he's trying to tell me uh, the difference between 401k and IRA. It's like, you know what, bro? Uh, why don't we do this in a more formal establishment, preferably without uh, any, um, you know, any appetizers being involved. So, yeah. And a lot of them is some companies just being cheap. Like, honestly, if you're too cheap to get a boardroom and pay for it right, just do that shit somewhere else. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the actual website uh, and what people had to say about that. Um, BlackGodsTips.com. Leave comments. Vote in the poll. Comments on episodes. We appreciate everybody does it. Episode 423, Insecurity Alarm, was the uh, first episode of last week. It was our feedback show. Uh, the poll, no comments, but it was talking dirty during sex, yes or no. Yes got 85% of the vote. No got 15% of the vote. So, yes, people like talking dirty during sex. And I'm not judging that 15% of y'all that don't. Mm-hmm. Hey, just be happy. That's all that really matters. Don't let nobody judge you I one way or the other. truth. We had two comments on the episode. Jay Project says, yo, I feel I feel y'all on liking the remakes. I love them. The Amazing Spider-Man was dope as fuck. X-Men First Class is dope as fuck. I am sure Superman will be dope as fuck. Eee. I don't know I don't about know. Superman. They always fuck Superman up. And yeah. he's the man of steel that can never die other than yeah. Kryptonian. So it's one of them things where you're like, you know what? We'll have to see about the Superman. Yeah, other than Kryptonite. But yes. Oh, Lord, I, I messed that up. Well, he is a Kryptonian, my right. bad. Yeah, you was close enough. I'm not going to send that in. I'm not going to send that in. Honestly, I would not be too mad if they redid a movie. Uh, by the way, J Projects, it's got to take you longer to write in Ebonics than it does in regular English. Like, I honestly don't know why you do this. Like, it's like I would not be and it's just a letter be mad if they, D-E-Y, redid a movie. Like, you could just spell that right. Could have just spelled that right. I know they got the red, the red blurs. But, hey, you made a conscious choice. So I'll just keep reading. Say, fuck them scribbles up underneath my letters. Right. Yeah, these are the words of Jesus today. 
<laughs> I redid a movie every five years with that with the way technology is going ham because you really need more of uh, that tech than fully to fully realize any superhero movie. Also, no one gets up in arms about Captain America or Thor, even the Hulk, because all of them niggas had feature length movies in like the eighties and early nineties. Them shits was a waste of film, though. So he's saying he's into remake. I, yeah, I'm also into remaking of movies, uh, comic books. Like, uh, I was talking to Aaron Rand Freeman a lot, uh, this week on G chat and stuff. And one of the things that we were, that he was talking about Batman and he's not really a fan of Nolan's Batman. And he was really kind of, you know, down on it, even though, you know, he's, he's not one of the just hateful people, but he's kind of down on it, kind of let down because that's not the version that he likes the best. And then I put him on to the Dark Knight Returns Blu-rays. And, uh, yeah, he in love, dog, because that's the take on Batman that he likes the best. And it did everything that he's a fan of the most. So, uh, that's why, uh, he was, he was interested in that. And I'm glad that, that he found it. And suddenly he didn't give a fuck about Nolan's Batman, not living up to whatever. He didn't care about any other. Cause it's like, he got his shit now. So he got his itch scratched and he's good. You know, so I think that's how I feel about a lot of this shit is make seven versions of Spider-Man. I watch them all in, and, and if they're, especially if they're good, like I will find the good for those that I like and, 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 you know, forget about the rest. That's what I do. Yep. Charles S says, what's good, Rod and Karen? In reference to Spike Lee hate, I think a lot of the sentiment is that we like Spike. I would think directing would be less of a, of something that you could be past your prime in and more of an, I just ain't pushing hard enough thing. I'm positive most would enjoy another well thought out Spike Lee flick uh all the average person sees of spike is i hate tyler perry who is making way more movies than i and i hate quentin tarantino who is attacking racist topics with more recent success he couldn't have made the movies uh he he made being less talented and confident as of late i believe this more uh this more to be arrogance against those that have not proved themselves to him because it does seem like he may have othered a lot of black people in his pursuit to create his vision. A few actors, including Clifton Powell, spoke against Spike and his mistreatment of black actors other than his select group of favorites. He would make them come out of pocket for auditions where Tyler Perry would cover at least some of the expenses. As predictable as his movies may be, an actor actually isn't going to pass up on a chance to get their name out there in less in a less taxing manner i feel like spike has now directed his disdain towards Django. did i mention that this this is for my mandatory blackness assignment (laughs) (laughs) all right it counts anyhow spike doesn't strike me as the type of person to go out of his way to help all out black folk who ain't his fave Django just seems like another brother who was q and b c half-baked and hot fire pod in a lot of negroes oh no we 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 know about Cuban B over here, brother. Yes, we know all about that. Don't you come over B. here and condescend to me, okay? Um, Cuban B. <laughs> in a lot of Negroes who uh, to be overlooked, just like the illustrious Chris Lambert, Charles S. So, um, yeah, I think some of it is, uh, you know, Spike, quote unquote, hating. I guess my feeling, and it's not about liking Spike Lee, you know, it's kind of like the same way I feel with athletes. I don't know Spike Lee, so how can I like him or dislike him? Um, but it's just kind of this thing where it, I see it on both sides. Like, 
uh some people like Django so much that if spike lee talks about it it's like fuck spike lee fuck you you didn't like this movie you don't have a point at all there's no way possible that you could see this movie and not feel the same love and completion in my heart that i feel for Django. and then you had this other side which is how dare you how can you even look at the subject of such a movie and go see it it's a disgrace to blackness it's entertainment right so i think my whole thing with spike is that i respect spike uh and his work ethic and without spike there wouldn't be uh a lot of the blackness that we see i don't know if there's True. a tyler perry without it i think part of what he, you see in his treatment of them is actually just the fact that he doesn't feel like they acknowledge him to some extent and you should you know you actually should acknowledge the people that inspire you, the people that made stuff possible, the people that sacrificed for you. Because uh, Spike Lee, you know, definitely put some shit out there that was groundbreaking at the time. Yeah, and it pushed blackness in cinema. And I don't know if without the context of a Malcolm X or Do the Right Thing or More Better Blues, if there's necessarily some of these other things. And yeah, there's negative things about Spike. And I mean, this shit, his films are so fucking misogynistic very predictable um not always well acted not always well written like there's some negativity that you could throw his way i just kind of uh understand that um even with those things i wouldn't count his opinion as not valid somehow because he doesn't like a movie that i do i'm secure enough in my opinion of Django to not need spike lee's cosign or admonishment true all right uh next episode was 424 shut that nigger baby up with nick jew and brandon uh aka dj food and drink uh the poll for the show was actually uh should the barista should the bitter barista have been fired uh it was a guy who had a blog and he worked at starbucks and he was talking shit about the customers on his blog uh he was keeping it anonymous nobody's name was in it but someone found out who he was and then published his name and he got fired yes he should have been fired 64% 64% of the vote. What do you think about that, Karen? Is that high, low, or? That sounds about right. To an extent, I understand because it's like you represent the company, and the company can't have their employees going out there shitting on their customers. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like you can do this, but you need to do this individual not getting paid from us. Yeah. And uh, no got. 36% of the vote, so 36% of people think that he should have kept that job. Should No. Personally, I think he should have got fired. Yeah, because I'm trying to tell you right now, if uh, we ever become the Blackout Who Tips, Inc., and you be doing some bullshit like that, I'm like, you know what, son? Bye. Yeah, I'll holler at you later. Let me help you out and help you get that bitterness out your life by you not having a job, nigga. Yeah, you fuck around and be on the Blackout Who Tips, Inc., and you don't be tipping, nigga, no. <laughs> Damn That's our name. Dan Golf the Gray writes in, Hey yo, great episode. I just wanted to note that dude at the gas station that rides spam block, he was a J Dub. That's my slang for Jehovah Witness. <laughs> J Dub. J Dubs. As soon as you said he had an awake pamphlet, I automatically knew and I thought to myself, damn, J-Dubs are hitting gas stations now. I was raised as a Jehovah Witness and my parents still believe in it, but I'm not really into all that religion, hullabaloo. But yeah, (laughs) good spam block. I'm going to have to try it out myself. Oh yeah, and Nick Jew's white girl voice had me dying. Charles writes in, what's good, Rod and Karen? 
with the whole airplane thing. Atlanta is a transfer station. Approximately three-fourths of the people that come through the airport are going somewhere else. And white people outnumber black air passengers about four to one. As for the nigger baby slacker, slapper, eh, he could have said anything else, but his old man, fuck it, I'm racist, kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. So long, employment. Hello, Black History Month. Yeah, that man lost his job. Another person getting fired that I understand. You know? Um, mm-hmm. All right, we had another episode, Cadobas, uh, episode 425, uh, where Karen went on a rant about Cadoba that just. Ah, oh, that shit'll probably get nominated for something. Um, <laughs> I was not happy with them. <laughs> you were not happy. Um but uh yeah, yeah, so so that uh, that episode got nominated, uh whatnot. Uh the poll for the episode was have you ever written a letter to customer service? Hmm. Well have you, Karen? Well, I think the answer is yes for you. <laughs> Specifically. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't speak for nobody else and and um yeah, that the thing about it, y'all, me and Shirley Wong was was talking about it. I was like, she was like, You hooked out? I was like, Yeah. Me and that keyboard at work and and, and I wasn't even on break. I you I was pissed. Yeah, and um uh, it was a close poll here. Fifty one percent. Basically fifty two percent of people have written a letter to customer service. So 48% of people have never been in a situation where they actually decided to write a letter to customer service. Yeah, but you know what? For a lot of people are like me. Mm-hmm. Stuff happened, and it's not really a big deal. Like, it doesn't ruin your whole experience. It doesn't um, make or break your day. But then you have some shit. I, and I think because I was fuming and it happened twice in the day it happened last week the more i sat there the more i thought about it the more i was fuming and it's one of them things where you have to be like the white people's your words can go a whole head of a lot farther than your fist ever will yeah okay i'm not downing it i like it i thought it was just funny uh listening to you rant about it it and and i normally normally y'all shit happen roger no shit happen to us all the time we be like oh no big thing yeah, yeah. We walked out of place before where it's just like, oh, that person was racist. All right, well, that was an interesting uh, trip to the sushi place. Yeah, and you and know just, what? That was it. We yeah. just never go back. And I also I think, too, that it's a cultural thing um, because a lot of black people are kind of taught, you know, not, I'm not saying taught not to complain, but it's one thing. But we let it go. White folks be like, you know what? I am not happy with your customer service. And you will be hearing from me in an angrily rant. Yeah, and it's the way that you uh complain too, because a lot of like black people when they complain and shit, it ain't. It's, it's always just some ignorant ass shit, like in the front of McDonald's or something, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, where people be like, "I acted a fool," you know, and it's like, yeah, but that's actually not gonna cause the greatest change. I think your method of putting it in writing, sending it through the proper channels, is actually the way to affect change way more, um, way more effectively. I guess. Yeah, and a lot of people underestimate upper management upper management panics like like what the dude was mm-hmm. like i don't want no black people holding my baby you know what they did they put it on the letterhead they put it mm-hmm. on the overboard they probably have means about that shit they take that shit seriously and you know they don't mind the praise but man they get one negative thing because what people fail to realize and, and and i believe this it takes one bad experience and people tell twice as many people about the experience than they would a good experience at an establishment Mm -hmm. and that's true you let me have a bad experience or you let the food be bad somewhere anybody that know me and know my fat ass like to eat i'm not fat and i'm like you know what 
they bad. And when I tell people they bad, people don't go there. Cause they, they, you know, because it's one of them things where it's like, I feel as though if I spend my money in your establishment, I need to be treated a certain way. Cause my money is green just like everybody else's. I agree. I agree, except for the part about you saying you was fat. Uh, Nick Jew writes in, <laughs> one of the greatest gifts learned from having white friends outside of awesome white people music and making reservations is the strongly worded letter. It's very effective. Mm-hmm. Ron, your white metalhead fan. I don't know, what is metalhead? Is that a group? I don't song? know. Mm-hmm. So I have to go find out what genre, that is. Does he mean he's a fan of that genre of music? It uh, must be. Heavy metal? I don't know what that means. We'll have to find out. All right. Well, yeah. Sorry I got stuck on that. Um, <laughs> I had a bad experience with Sears buying a set of tires for my truck online. The store canceled the order and still charged me $700 for tires I never got. <gasps> I went to TireRack.com and had those tires delivered and installed in 72 hours. It took three months, countless calls to their India-based customer service, and letters on up to the senior vice president of Sears to get my credit card charge refunded. I also had sent Sears a copy of my letter to the South Carolina Attorney General indicating Sears was complicit in the theft of my money. The day they received that letter the funds are credited back goddamn bitches to this day i won't walk into a sears slash kmart fuck them yeah but yeah you know what the thing about it is that uh we even had a worse experience getting a mic with the fedex with ups yeah, yeah. we didn't even write a letter then that was more deserving of a fucking letter yeah, well, I, actually i did write some stuff but it's funny because um they're like email us and all this stuff we'll handle it then they basically tell you they can't do shit and then after all that the next day you get like a how was our customer service like fuck you it fucking sucked that's right. what happened negative 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 i will take the 10 minutes this time yes and i will feel like mo- most time i ignore surveys but i was like you, because my thing is that i'm not an anger based person you know how some people they just permanently angry just angry at everything everything is just anger yeah. i'm not like that so for me to get to the point that you got me fuming it was some bullshit that went down yeah um and let's see the next comment charles s says yeah plain and simple once i ordered something from online and it never showed up then they left my paperback book in the rain don't know if i had the balls to do it at a fast food joint though side note i once worked at a place where the sweet tea cartons were deflated a foe for teeth having chain smoking homeless looking motherfucker showed me what we had to that we had to blow it up with our mouths guess who made his own tea when it was time to go home i would chew gum eat breath mints before i would blow up the cartons and i made sure to beat remy to the punch when i could charles s Ugh. So apparently, I had to put their mouth on the, the, the sweet tea. Oh, oh that's nasty! And, and, and you know what, doll? Um, when they, when he was talking about uh seven hundred dollars, yeah, seven hundred dollars is worth it. But but you know what? That's that power of them words. Cause you know what? When they got that letter from the Surgeon General, like, oh shit, somebody, we better get on this, cause we about to get sued. It's something about fear of being sued and loss of of money, which you could have resolved. You know, this $25 debate is now going to cost you thousands of dollars because you're you dealing with incompetent people. Yep. This is what happens. Let's check the emails. Uh, Chris Dole writes in, Rod and Karen, I know you guys are musical connoisseurs. Well, that's a stretch for me anyway. I just love what I love. And are always hipping us to little-known artists with quality product. Uh, that's not all the time. Just Reese. Um, sucker for pumps. You know, don't forget my voice, Jeronimo Amari. Anyway, 
I got one for you from some years back that flew under the radar. Alfonso Hunter. The CD is called The Blacker the Berry and was produced by Eric Sermon. I haven't heard a better R&B album since and it is a black R&B album. Top to bottom, all quality tracks, including the title cut. Based on some of Karen's likes that she mentioned on the show, I think she liked this one. I know Rod leans heavily to hip-hop, but also likes quality anything. So if you get a chance, check it out. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Okay, let me just clear this up, Chris. Um, Number one, I do not, do not appreciate quality anything. That is bullshit. (laughs) I am way more into uh, rap than anything else um, yeah he's not an r&b person yeah I, I i don't care how quality the r&b is very rare that i listen to it i listen to some neo soul but it's pretty much all the old shit and i don't profess to love to to know anything about r&b i also don't hate it i don't say that this fell off or no shit i just don't listen to it anymore i find enough in rap to uh to to, to really yeah, satisfied, man. Now, I will play some of Fonzo Hunter because it seems like, you know, that's what you want us to do. So let's see if everybody likes the Black of the Berry is the song. chick line right here. black of the bear <laughs> like i don't know if they still say that man yeah you're a young dude trying to holler at an old lady the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice girl like i'm old anyway man yeah y'all go check it out it's on spotify maybe i'll give it a listen man but that, but that is a true statement but everybody know? knows i hate music suggestions so i'm just some type of asshole yeah <laughs> i never asked for them, but i also hate them like uh owen from uh owen in canada uh we're supposed to be on uh taste like fried chicken tonight yeah I, I don't know when it'll be out but of course we'll link you to it but um He's been trying to get me to listen to some white Canadian oh, rapper. Oh, I love you, doll, but I, I, I can't rock with that. It's nothing personal. Your taste in music is your taste in music. But me and Roger was joking about that. That hip-hop sounds too happy. Yeah. Can, can the Canadians sound like they ain't never been through no problems. They need more slavery up there. Um, Black History Month film review, Django Unmanned from Mustafa. I hope that is... What? 
nigga is that a tank <laughs> black history month film review django unmanned twice this is the second time he typed it okay so apparently it's meant to be like that sir okay first i should be clear i did not really like this movie not because it was too racist or violent not even because it was a tarantino joint i did not like it because it was rather dumb dumb and lazy and loose with attention to of the audience lately i've seen action movies grow to behemoth proportions these huge overblown opera length productions only serve to prove the adage that less is more Django Unchained is no exception rather it underscores the point uh let me just oh, say this this is a blackness purple. I don't uh, let me look, can I just throw this in here uh, uh-huh. yeah this, I think this might be as mandatory blackness but um uh-huh. let me just throw this in here it is weird how people will be like movies are too long but at the same time movies cost more so we're actually getting something for paying more unlike other it's not like gas now takes you like a tank and a half to fill up it's still the same gas and it's cost more. so like i kind of am a fan of a too long movie compared to a too short movie because it's like you know what fuck it the ticket was 12 bucks well maybe i get an extra half hour on that you know throw some fries on that shit I agree with Rodimus Prime that the blackout tips that, uh, from the blackout tips that any and every criticism of the black stars telling black stories has to be tempered by the damn paucity of the very thing. As I say about black love, it is so beautiful in part, uh, for its rarity. My comments are intended to get to the root of the issue as I see it. With that in mind, let's unpack some of this cotton, shall we? The motivations of all characters are so flat, so without nuance as to insult our intelligence as viewers. The characterizations start out by giving us some hope. Dr. King, really, uh, King Schultz, is a granddandy whose penchant for the dramatic destroys the whole plan. Django goes from slave wear to Lord Fauntleroy to Lone Ranger gear with little notable character development. Tarantino always is more surface than substance, we know, but damn. But in the end, Broomhilda, again, really, it's almost, in, is almost entirely a MacGuffin. A valueless, as valueless as a Maltese falcon and just as leaden over time. Um, one thing I will say about the characterization of Broomhilda that I kind of liked, uh, the more I thought about it. Um, yeah, Carrie Washington really didn't have shit to do in the movie. She really didn't do, do much. Um, but, that is a role white women have been playing and for getting credit by for for so fucking long. Like, there's women that really have made a career off of being the kidnap chick in every movie. It's just the chick. Oh, they took Liam Neeson's daughter. They did. Uh, you know, now she's being taken again in this one. Like, um, I kind of like the idea of uh, you just supposed to see this black woman say she's beautiful and she's called the love interest. And that's it you just got to accept that she's worth enough to try to get her back as 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 a say and save her because she means so much even though it's not really earned and none of these love stories typically in these action movies are earned by the way it's always some chick getting kidnapped and then they tell you that they supposed to be in love they show a minute and a half montage of them doing a couple things together and you go oh Liam Neeson was in love with her you know anyway the reason I said unmanned in the title of the review is because of the breakdown of the whole plot. After the visit to the slaveholder Calvin Candy, uh, after that, they had some promise of being black. A black redemption story turns into a poor revenge fantasy. By the time all the anonymous crackers had been tricked, fought, and dispatched, there was a boss battle between Stephen Samuel Jackson's gorilla masked house nigger. Uh, there has got to be a thousand feet of film left on the cutting room floor. Planners of the area had a special sour apple tree to dispense with enslaved race men. 
What? That is this? Wait a minute. Hold on. I must have skipped the sentence. On the cutting room floor, oh, wherein Stephen is saying or doing something to Django, which sharply deserves the ire of the masses. Um, I think most people in the theater were angry at Stephen and wanted him to die. I think Sam Jackson did a great job with that. I I don't think oh, there yeah. was an hour of other shit that had to happen. It's just you know he was in the way of this reunion and mm. fucked up their plot. Yes, he did. As it is, Stephen is shown to be a, sa- a savant of niggerdom and to be feathering his bed from the oppression of his brethren, even though planters of the era had a special sour apple tree to dispense with enslaved race. Oh, this sentence still doesn't make as much sense. Huh. Well, thought I was doing you a favor by rereading that. Well, man. it cannot be. You know what? You win, dog. Uh, this is good. Uh, your mandatory. I can't read this anymore. Uh, you're, I thought you would have gave up a long time ago. You, you went a little further than I thought. Yeah, he can stay black. You can stay black, boo-boo. You can stay black. If he would have turned it in earlier, I wouldn't have went this far. But it's getting close to the end, people. Uh, Paul says, what up, Rod and Karen? Now I'm going to be honest. I've known about y'all podcast for a minute, thanks to Where's My 40 Acres. But I never really listened that often until recently. Since I got my job, I decided to listen to more podcasts, and you guys are the top of the list. Ever since then, I've been kicking myself for not listening sooner. I'll admit, I was sleeping on you, but I woke up from hilarious ratchetness, shouting out Justin saying, oh, let me, ooh, let me rape her. <laughs> like it's a daily thought. Also, serious, uh, in-depth conversations like the music conversation in episode 422 and, of course, about Chicago. I can't lie. Even though I'm from the UK, I nearly shed a tear after hearing the story about the little girl. Oh, he's talking about her dear uh, Pendleton. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on the show. I just want to thank you two for the hours of entertainment and helping make the otherwise boring day fly by. Keep up the great work. Much love from out here in Edinburgh, Scotland. Peace. Cool. We all the way in Scotland. Yeah, dog. Got black people from Scotland fucking with us. Uh, Paeta writes in, Hi, Rod and Karen. I'm listening to episode 424 now as I sit in my bathtub. Oh, in the bathroom. Sexy, sexy. You got candles lit too there, girl? With nothing on but the black guy who tips. Uh, Don't know if this shit is funnier than usual because I'm high as hell, but this is one of the best episodes. (laughs) Uh, Be careful with your iPhone too close to the bathroom while you're high. Don't be drowning now. Shout out to Nick Jew and her white girl voice. Love you guys. Thanks for the entertainment. I really want to donate to the show, but I'm a college student who is three shoe sales away from poverty. Peace. Pa. Um, sure. You know what, Pop? We understand. Oh, and, yeah, uh, we do. You know, we it's we a- love when people donate, but we're not telling y'all to, like, drop out of school and shit. This no. ain't the black church. We no. want y'all to have and, enough to do for yourself. And we we understand cause we both been in college. And my thing about it is that there's a lot of ways to put in on it where it's not actually money. You can put in on it by telling everybody. You can put it on it by retweeting, by uh, donating your account. There's a lot of ways you can put on it for free, dog. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, the official scientist of the show, called in and said, Oh, wrote in. She said, been so long, I'm fucking up this simple-ass email address. So I guess she wrote in uh, a while ago and fucked up the email, and then she had to resend it in. She says, in case you were wondering where the heck I've been, I'm at school and in lab and sleeping stuff. And to be honest, I kind of fell off listening to the show because, I don't know, man. It's something about your voice that's just so much talking parts. And Karen is just so country. I mean, I'm in Birmingham right now, but damn. Anyway, you've been watching Bad Girls Club Atlanta. Shannon, a man, right? I have not been watching Bad Girls Club this year. I have a Facebook friend that wants to be on the show. I think she's just that type of ratchet. Here's a quick... Ashley is all over the place. 
<laughs> she must have wrote this at like 3 a.m. between her going to the lab and waking up in the morning. This is like seven emails at once, and none of these thoughts are connected. Mm, honey, babe, she tired. Go to, she need a rest, baby. Go take a nap. It's just three periods between each statement. She's like, okay, <laughs> wait a minute. Dot, 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 dot. Here's a question for y'all. If you could be on any reality show, which one would it be and why? Uh, not to disappoint you, I would never be on anybody's reality show. Oh, no. That's all. Love y'all. Official scientist. P.S. I know you You know I'm joking, but I am like four weeks behind because I lost my headphones, iPod charger, reception, LOL, real talk. It's cool, Ashley. Oh, yeah. Don't feel bad. People yeah. get behind all, all the time. time. And some people are like, fuck it, I'm starting, no, I'm starting current. We don't even yeah. care. Uh, Nick Ju sent us that email with her uh, covering some Adele songs. Now, I don't know what the original Adele song sounds like. So I don't know if I'm, you know, no one, I have no gauge as to how to tell you if this is, uh, you know, sounds like Adele or not. Uh, but she sent this. I'll play one of them. It's Make You Feel My Love. Oh, wait, she said it in here. So there you go. This is live recording. No engineer. Straight Nick Jew. Well, she did it in her Megan voice. a beautiful voice what mm-hmm. she don't even be trying to promote this shit all the time Mm-mm. she has a beautiful voice see mm-hmm. i be singing shit all the goddamn time see, i can sing see see the lord knew not to get my black ass no voice yeah i would have been on this show like fuck megan i've been singing all the fucking um, had to kick me off the show and shit i know right i know i don't like been... guess the race I'm like jigaboo nigga jigaboo <laughs> That's cool, Nick. Uh, that's dope, man. So I gotta check out more of her shit. That's dope, man. Um, ambivalence is the next email from JB Smooth. He says, You've changed. You used to be cool. 
Oh, you used to be re, and then it's just a period. So I guess he used to run out of some letters. Um, used to be humble. You now you are kind of rude, pretentious, and self-absorbed. I listened to your show because it was real and family-like. <laughs> you when have we ever been family-like? <laughs> right, I don't know. We read it all. We explicit. If you under eighteen, you're gonna just listen to us. It's two paragraphs. It's got to be a joke. Uh, you listen to your listeners like friends, and we're so down to earth. But now you change. You talk about how famous you are. You judge people for not having as many Twitter followers as you. It seems as though you are always putting people down and pushing back against your, who are pushing back against your opinion while disassociating yourself from your own views. Did this nigga write from Soul C? Maybe because <laughs> you feel that you have you enough. eight pages. Yeah, it's like seven pages is missing. Maybe because you feel you have enough people listening, you don't care if you lose a few, snapping at fans for asking when the next podcast is. You weren't like that before. Now, this is good news. Uh, if this is real, then um, that's fine because I have always been like that and consistent with my nigga. You, the show is right. You know when the show is. <laughs> Um, uh, you cut Will and Justin and you, you now come off as smug. <laughs> we ended their contract. Yeah. You know, uh, they had to get out of here. They just, they had too much attitude. Will wanted only green M&Ms. I'm not picking through a fucking package of M&Ms just to get the green ones. I got better shit to do with my time. Why? You used to be so dope. Now your horse has gotten too high. Karen is still country and sweet, but she is falling folly to what most women fall folly to. <laughs> Loving their husbands so much, they take on their way of thought. Uh-oh. You keep it up, and you will wonder why your podcast just local. So, I guess that dude from Edinburgh must have just accidentally found the site <laughs> somehow. Uh, and then the second paragraph is, man, your show is the best. It's always funny and direct. Nothing's wrong with it's funny as a model to live by. Rod and Karen, I fire up your show to get me by on hard times. I suffer from panic attacks, and you guys call me when I'm on the train or stuck in crowds. So, for real, thanks for being you. For those who don't get your humor, F them. You guys offer us some great podcasting for the price of nothing. You just have the love for your listeners and your craft. Saturdays are the best feedback time. You could hate on the unbiased racism that exists and guess the race oh who could hate on the unbiased racism that exists and guess the race yep karen keep the tanks coming <laughs> those fools who try to call you out don't know nothing about good podcasting you guys keep it up and soon you will be doing this full-time you guys are just that real thank you jb smooth thank you sweetie. for half of that email <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the good half the other half hmm Courtney writes in mandatory blackness. This is the last email of the show. I loved Django Unchained, but I think it could have been better with a few changes to the cast. Trinidad James is Django because that nigga looks like a slave. Nicki Minaj is Hilda because black women had blonde hair and pink highlights in the 1800s. (laughs) Dr. Phil is Dr. Schultz just because he is Oprah's homeboy. Ryan Seacrest is Calvin Candy because he is everywhere. Yes. Steve Harvey as Steven. Just just about it for a second. We all know Big... Oh, I guess we just think about it for a second. We all know that Big Daddy was played by Don Johnson from, from Miami Vice. I would keep him the same role, but add a slave name Michael, played by Michael Philip Thomas, <laughs> co-star from Miami Vice. The man needs to work. And family 
And finally, I will have it directed by Tyler Perry. Thank you very much. Courtney, that does not count as a mandatory blackness assignment. I read that whole thing. I did not see anything in there. And I was quite entertained. I didn't get bored. Yeah. <laughs> nothing in there was about black people and how terrible they are and anything like that. So, um, you know how it is. But as long as we all can agree that Fayetteville is the fucking worst crime-ridden filthy piece of shit city on the earth then i think uh we can all get along here uh we will not be back tomorrow no live show uh yeah, we'll so be for on the those road. of you like leonard brother to be sitting there long clock my brother you got tomorrow off yeah no live show will be uh that live it will be a shadow productions. productions recording the show and then uh we'll come back and post it up later on that day and we'll be doing some voice acting and all that stuff so uh you know hopefully you guys um have a good time uh, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Yes. Um, we appreciate everybody with the feedback and all that stuff. You guys made it possible. So uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Until then, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Bubble for days. Check out our legs. Play sports brand track back in the days. Down the play. Freaky ways. She got that snap back. Have your ass in the days. Ah. Yeah, man, yeah, man. She bad as shit. Little mama dope, baby fly. Shorty dick. Have a nigga lost. Catch him off guard and shit. Ain't intimidated. I'ma get up my game. This is French tips on the toes. Playing clean on the hands. Bubble causing trouble. Sitting me in the pants. Pretty face, smooth skin, natural tan We heading to the crib, my day get chance We hit the crib, cause I wanna play Panties came off, oh and a shade Oh and a shade, oh and a shade Oh and a shade, oh I wanna play French tips on the toes, plain clear on the hands None of that fake acrylic bullshit, she got fly hands Black tights, gray sweats, I like whatever Gray sweat stain in the crack Cause it's hot Natural body odor Playing with the fragrance She hot I wanna sniff I wanna smell I wanna hit on the spot What your pheromones like Oh I like your type Let me dive Let me slide I handle it right My language is flies My talk is too short My energy is 50 So come get with me My swag is LL Bitch I rock bells My stroke game well Leave that quit on swell She got the t-shirt With the panties on Chillin' at the crib, yeah we got it on You know it's stupid good when after you wanna eat That intense super bomb that'll put you to sleep French tips on the toes, plain clean on the hands Bubble causing trouble, sitting mean in the pants Pretty face, smooth skin, natural tan We heading to the crib, mom gave me a chance We hit the crib, cause I wanna play Panties came off Oh, and a shade, oh, and a shade, oh, and a shade, oh, and a shade, oh, I wanna blaze. Crazy Kirk's pretty face, blessed with a bubble. God ain't leave a hanging man, the world is in trouble. Smooth skin, legs crazy, ass fat, must have been a cheerleader, played sports or ran track. Let me feel your grub, experience your touch. Let's do that full play thing before we fuck. I'ma take my time, girl, and lace you up. I'ma suck on your clip, boy, and make you nuts. Let me lick it from the back with that back arch. Let me get that monkey super wet and make it far. Make it thrive, make it creep, make that thing bark. Make it squirt, make it burp, girl, I'm off the chart.